The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hello everyone, I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and in today's episode, you're going to get to know me, a new side of me, a new side of me that's never been shared on the internet before, and I've never really wanted to share this part of me on the internet before, but for some reason, it feels right. I think it's a hot girl summer thing, and I want to share this in honor of hot girl summer. Let's talk about sex and all of the funny, incredible... (laughs) tragic sexual experiences I have a handful of stories that I feel like sharing don't worry the reason I didn't want to share this for so long is because a you got to have some juice for the group like you got to have something for your day ones that you want to tell them just like your inner circle but these ones are old enough that you know they've heard the stories and of course we have some that are in the archives for the book that I'll write when I'm 40 but you know there's some that can be shared here and they're great and I want to talk about it because to be honest You guys have amazing suggestions. My Instagram handle is the same as this podcast, at Lexi, very easy to find me. And I was struggling last night to come up with a topic because sometimes I'm just so wrapped up in my mom that I I don't have anything else to talk about besides grief. And I do a really great job at distracting myself in my personal life when I'm out with friends. But today I'm in a good mood. I'm in a really good mood. Last episode, I was in a bad mood. I was in an angry mood. And interestingly enough, I found myself not able to hear the anger in my voice the way that I felt it inside my body. I don't think it translated in a way that was as moody as I felt, which is good. I think that's a positive thing that a listener wouldn't be distracted by my own personal anger to hear me talk about anger. So if you're a woman that has been dealing with anger and uncomfortability in 
sometimes your moodiness, I would suggest going on listening to that episode because as a woman, I felt embarrassed for feeling angry. Just about the general, you know, nothing specific, not angry about anything specific, just being a little bit more irritable than normal. Now, I posted on my Instagram asking for suggestions, and there was a handful of you that asked about sex, and you know what? Let's do it, because if you want to have a slutty summer, have a slutty summer. If you want to have a summer fling, have a summer fling, and maybe one of these ideas will spark a little moment in you when you're out, and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Like, let's have an evening. So I'm going to tell you a story of... Which one do I want to begin with? Do I begin with the best sex of my life? No, no. We gotta we gotta warm you up. Oh, I'll tell you like a real slutty day for me. I was asked out and we were at this party at a hotel and it was very crowded and he knew a bunch of people there. I didn't know that many people there and I wasn't really into it. I was a little bored, to be honest. It wasn't a date date. I was just going out with him. But it could have been, you know? It could have turned into that. However, I was not feeling it. He was off doing his own thing. I was, you know, mingling around. And I met this man. And this man and I talked for it not long, maybe 10 minutes. And next thing you know, he tells me he has a hotel room upstairs. We're taking the elevator up. The man that I went out with was at the bar, very crowded, long line, um, waiting to get us drinks. I went up there, had a quickie with this man, came down, got a drink with the man I went out with. The night continues. We end up going to a house party, and I end up sleeping with a second guy there. The only person I didn't sleep with that night was the man that I actually went out with. And that was a fun fun little sexual escapade that I woke up the next morning and I'm on my way home. And I was like, that's right. I slept with two men last night and neither one of them were the one that I went on a date with. I had commitment issues back then. If anyone liked me emotionally, I couldn't like them sexually. And if I liked anyone sexually, I couldn't like them emotionally. I didn't like to get to know them. It was strange. I couldn't have sex with my friends or anyone that I felt friendly towards. Which ideally, in a relationship, I think friendship is a huge component. I think it's ideal to have someone that you are very emotionally tied to, that you also are sexually attracted to, that would be the jackpot. And that's what the only boy, the only real boyfriend I've ever had is how our relationship was. And I loved it. And I'm picky, you know? A lot of times people I love with my whole heart, I don't really want to have sex with them. And then vice versa. Some people I want to have sex with and I don't care to know them that well. And I think you can separate the two. However, sweet Sweet love making is a beautiful thing. Um, Some of these stories are not that though. The nether, the nether, another story I want to tell you is (laughs) a little sneaky sex story. So I was at, I was out one night. Um, A friend was throwing a party at a club and I went with a couple of my girlfriends and this guy that I had a crush on was there and we had slept together in the past but I didn't want to sleep with him again because I I don't even remember where my headspace was at at the time. I'm not sure if I didn't want to sleep with him because I didn't want it to become a consistent thing where every time we saw each other, we slept together. Also, I, I wanted to end it because we're better as friends. We didn't have a, too much sexual chemistry. I just like him. I don't know what it is. I just really like him. I didn't want to spend too much time around him because I knew... 
I would have feelings and I just wanted to give myself a little bit of time, but I was turned on, okay? I needed to have sex. I was in the mood, but I didn't want to have sex with him, even though I did, but I didn't really, you know? I wanted to in the moment, but long term I didn't, and I didn't know how to stop myself, so I went to the dance floor, and I'm dancing with people, and I love dancing. I love having a moment with someone on the dance floor, and then, you know, you move on. It it doesn't have to turn into anything, but there was this one man, and he was kind of sweet. He was very endearing. He was very flattering. And flattering in a way that felt authentic and not just someone trying to get in your pants. It felt good. I liked him. I liked him enough. And he's like, let's go back to my house. And I was out with my friends. I did not want to go back to his house. It was still early on in the night. So instead, I'm like, okay, let's go here instead. And I take him down to the bathroom and we just fuck in the bathroom. And then I don't know how... I managed to do this. I wish my memory didn't escape me. Sometimes I hate my memory for the hazy details that I can't come up with. But I got him to go home and I got to stay and I just went back up and none of my friends knew that I slept with this man. None of them. I just walked back up to the party and I dance and I have a great time and I end up flirting with the boy that I have a crush on and I, I'm calm now, you know? I'm I got that out of my system and to this day this 40 year old man still slides in my dms almost daily this was over a year ago this was before covid all right and I can go on to our dms I've never opened a single one keep that in mind not one I can go to these unopened dms and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll for over a year this man used to let it go but I feel that's how it goes when you sleep with older men first of all he's either just way too sexual in his dms or their emojis his communication style so weird I have no interest in sleeping with him it was just that one time one and done good to go but his persistence it's it's impressive I've never answered I'm so curious how long he will go before giving up I would have given up after a month maybe two. This was February 2020. It is June 2021. Give it up, sir. Give it up. Now, here's another scandal. (laughs) There's two stories. No, these are my, these are my bad behavior moments, okay? Like, we have, I can tell you sweet stories as well, but what fun is that, you know? Um, a few weeks ago, my friend and I, he slept over, and we just made out for hours and it was amazing. It was so sweet. It was so loving. I enjoyed every second of it. I could have made out with him for 24 hours and not gotten bored of it. I had an amazing time. But what does that do for you? Does that, is that a good story? Did you like hearing that? No, we need juice. We want, we want me being a bad person. That's more entertaining. Uh, A bit of confessing to my sins. And I'm I'm not giving advice. This is not an advice video. I'm not telling you what to do. I probably wouldn't do any of those things in recommendation. They're just moments in life that occurred and uh, were they were fun. They're not like the nicest thing, but they're fun. Next one. This is a two-part story. Um, I was seeing this guy. He was a film student. This is a few years ago. And he was cute. We met at Washington Square Park. I met him with a couple other friends. And it was one of those times where you meet a group of friends and they're all kind of cute. You don't feel 
tied particularly to one of them. You kind of just like them all and you haven't taken your pick yet. So I got all their numbers and I believe a friend and I, we went out with them and one of the guys and I started taking a liking to each other and we would hang out a little bit. And there was one time, my long-term love, <laughs> the current love of my life that I don't even, I can't even make sense of it right now. So I'm not going to even attempt to discuss that in a podcast episode. But anyway, he asked me out to a bar opening and I was very excited. And I never know if I'm going on a date with him when I go out with him or if I'm hanging out with him. And sometimes it is a date and sometimes it is a hangout and sometimes it's somewhere in the middle. Anyway, it was a date in my mind this night. And I was already hanging out with this film student and I told him I had to go, but what was I about to say? Like, I'm, I'm going on another date, that's why I'm leaving. But I also couldn't say I'm going to a bar opening because that's a great segue to ask, oh, I wanna come. So I said I had work, I had work down at the seaport, <laughs> question mark. I don't know and he said that he would walk me I was like you don't have to walk me we're we were in the east village okay that's not that short of a walk it's walkable but not convenient he said he would walk me he was persistent so I let him walk me and he walked me all the way up to the bar and he and the man that I was going out with shook hands they met literally introduce themselves to each other I had my date walk me to my next date my next date I treated that first guy like shit I really did I but he's a part of the best sex of my life story which is one that we we should hear we should say oh I regret how I treated him I do I do I think about it frequently enough but it feels too late. It feels as if it's one of those things where if I were to apologize, he probably wouldn't think about it anymore or care. It probably doesn't bother him because it's been years. But I, I've definitely learned from that and I've stopped the behavior that I used with him on future people. I'm going to take a bit of a water break. Now this boy was a sweetie. He was a sweetie. He was a fellow Pisces. I don't know. I think two Pisces together were too sweet. We need someone with a little bit of an edge. And he was throwing this charity event that he throws every year in his hometown. And we had just started seeing each other. And he said, I know it's a little forward, but I'm throwing this event. You can come stay at my house uh, for the weekend if you're comfortable with that. I totally understand otherwise. And it's really fun. I have a big party at my house afterward. And I thought, that's so sweet. It was a holiday weekend. Sure, why not? It was me and 10 to 15 other boys. I was the only woman. It was overwhelming. But anyway, we went to the charity event. I helped him with it a little bit. And then we had a big party. It was so fun. I was getting to know his friends. I got to know, there was even a subscriber there that I got to know and she was really sweet and we were bonding and hanging out. And it was just a true house party. And there's nothing I love in this life more than a house party. Ugh. House parties have my heart. They're my favorite way to go out. Especially when you know everyone there. But if... You, it, I, I didn't know really anyone there. But I had been there for 
a night already. So it felt like I had bonded with the people a little bit, enough where I could go around to different groups, you know, at the ping pong table, beer pong table. There was a band there playing, there was a DJ. Oh, it was fun. It was so fun. There's like all these snacks in the kitchen. I ended up going into the bathroom and having the best sex of my life. It was so good that we went up to my room and had sex again. And it was with his friend. I never had sex with a film kid. Never. I had the best sex of my life with his friend. And he has no idea. The guy that I went out with, he gave me the guest room. Never once did I go into his bed to sleep. Never once. But in the morning, he's driving me to the train station. Because did I say that he was in New Jersey? I had to take a bus there. It was a hike. It was deep in New Jersey. It was not... Right outside New York City, no, no, no. It was an hour, maybe more. He drives me to the bus station the next day and he's telling me that he really likes me and we were just talking about sexual preferences and he said to me he needs someone who can really throw him up against the wall. In my head, I thought, no, I need someone that can throw me up against the wall. I No, I'm not that girl. I can't be that girl for you. But I was like, oh, okay. And I get on that bus and I never talk to him ever again. A mix of disinterest and guilt led me to never reach out to him ever again after being the sweetest host, such a kind person. I stepped on his face is what it feels like. But, oof, that sex though? That random New Jersey boy sex? Incredible. Incredible. Uh, And then 2020 kind of happened, so I'm pretty sure I didn't have sex once during it not once I went on a date I went out with this one boy in the middle of summer we never did anything we never did anything and I had such a build-up for this man this man pursued me for a year maybe more and I finally got to meet him and nothing I was too nervous sometimes when I really 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 like someone I can't even speak I can't act you know I'm such an extroverted friendly conversational person but when I really like someone, oh, I, I'm like zipped up. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not cold necessarily, but I'm not, I'm not forward. I become, what's the opposite of forward? Why are my hands sweating? I'm just thinking about how I get when I really like someone. I get real awkward, you know? It's so funny when I meet my friends or if I'm going out with friends And they're the type who's shy, you know, in the workplace or around adults or with authority figures. But then if there's a man that they're interested or a person that they're interested in, they'll go up and flirt their way into their bed or whatever they want to do. And it's so impressive because I'm the opposite. I can talk to any adult, even as a tiny, tiny child, I could any authority figure Um, in the workplace. I'm fine asserting myself. I've gotten great at that. But when I think a boy is cute, oh, oh my gosh, I am, oh, someone's calling. That was my friend calling to ask what no standing means as a street sign, so just car things. The short of it is, the really the long short of it is, when I like someone, my person does not shine through. I get very closed off and quiet. Anyway, the next story I want to tell has gone down in infamy within my neighborhood back in Virginia. This is a story that all of the moms know. And so let's rewind. 
a few years ago, I'm in Virginia, this is pre-pandemic, for whatever that information's worth, and my friend and I are on a walk, we're at a stop sign, and a Porsche pulls up to the stop sign, and there's a cute boy in it, and I looked to my friend, I'm like, who in the neighborhood has a Porsche? Who is this cute boy in the Porsche? It was my next door neighbor, okay? Someone I've grown up with my entire life, practically. Suddenly, I looked at him differently. This was not just my next-door neighbor. This was the middle child of my next-door neighbors. My There's three boys that live next door. There's one that's my age, there's one that's two years younger, and there's one that's six or seven years younger. This was the middle kid, okay? If, if I thought anyone was cute, it, you would have thought it would be the guy my age. No, no, no. So I'm I'm having this internal conflict like whoa why was I just so attracted to my neighbor it was the Porsche okay it was shallow right that's what I kept telling myself I think I messaged him on Instagram I was like was that you and the Porsche and started a little conversation and then I had to hang out with him I don't know what it was sometimes I get an intense urge and it comes out of nowhere and it comes you know once in a blue moon but that's what was happening So I conduct this little hangout. (laughs) I conduct a fake group hangout simply to get him to come over. So I invite three other friends over to my back patio and him just to have some drinks, fully knowing that I'm just trying to sleep with him. I totally use my friends without them knowing. And we're all hanging out. We're having, having a good time. And clearly there's some sexual tension forming between him and I. The night ends, he helps me put stuff away, he lives next door so everyone goes home and then he just walks uh, back to his house. Then the next night, I believe, it was either the next night or the next weekend, we decide that we're going to hang out. I don't know why this was my mode of action, but I was spending the night at my friend's house in a different neighborhood across town, okay? I was not at my house next door because I am paranoid about sneaking out because my house in Virginia has horrible insulation and my dad has ears of whatever a hawk's eyes are the equivalent to. Like, he's got those for ears. My dad can hear anything. There's this infamous story of me in seventh grade where my dad wakes up my mom and my mom comes down to my friend and I and it's like, what was that? We opened a Sprite can. My dad woke up from the sound of a Sprite can opening downstairs. So that's some indication. I did not want to get caught, okay? I didn't want to get caught sneaking out to my neighbor's house. However, my friend who lived across town lived in the basement and had very lenient parents and her house was incredibly easy to sneak out of. So I stay the night at her house, we're hanging out, and then as it gets a little later, I drive over and I park in front of my own house, okay? Like, keep that in mind how ridiculous it is of the modes I go through to get this. And I pick him up and we go get beers and we then go hang out in his basin and we're just watching music videos, drinking beers, whatever. One thing leads to another. Mid-sex, I hear footsteps. He's literally inside me, okay? Okay. His mom, 
pits them up who I went over to their house every day of middle school and she would make me breakfast and we would watch us go to the bus stop. I mean, this woman has known me since I was a small child. She screams. She says to him, this is why you invited Lexi over so you could sleep with her. And then she looks me dead in the eyes all the way into my soul and she points and she says, get out. I was so terrified. Oh. I don't know what to do. I'm scrambling. Everything's a blur. I grab what I can and and I dip out and I run to my car, okay? And I hop in my car and I don't go to my house next door. No, no, no. Because I'm staying the night at my friend's house across town and I drive back and I run into her house and I'm like, no, Sarah, like, what the, what the fuck is happening? His mom walked out, like... Mrs. Blank walked down and and she saw me and and I I didn't have pants on okay I left my shirt there I had his shirt on it was so messy it was so messy and what makes it even worse is by this point it was six in the morning so my parents had gotten up and what's crazy is they saw they swear they saw my car parked outside they, they were convinced, but then they looked again and it wasn't there. So they're going crazy in their head, thinking they just, they thought they saw my car, but it wouldn't make any sense, right? Because why would my car be there in the middle of the night and then gone? So I get a text from my mom and she says, did you come home? And I was like, LOL, what? No. And then that kind of ends that conversation. And then I wake up, I go to sleep, I convince myself to go to sleep for a little longer, and I wake up and I'm in a group chat with my mom and dad, and they're like, Mr. and Mrs. Blank just told us to meet them in the yard. <laughs> and they told us what happened. I was mortified, truly mortified. All for what? Like, well, also, why was it such a big deal, you know? So instead, I can't face, I can't face that, I can't see my parents, I can't see... Um, my neighbors, so I I tell my friend's little sister who happens to be driving down to a college to party for the weekend, I say, take me with you, and I ride shotgun, and we go down, and we spend a weekend at this college hanging out, me avoiding all of my problems, and the boy had texted me, and apparently his mom gave him, like, an STD lecture and talked about like needing to wear condoms and stuff uh, while driving him to school and had to give him a safe sex talk. I mean, he was 19 or 20 and I was 21 or 22. I don't know if she thought I took his virginity. I don't really know the situation with this. I'm sweating thinking about the idea of this story resurfacing <laughs> because now, now it's funny, kind of. <laughs> it's still horrific. It's still, I feel so scared. Um... But since I've gone over to my neighbor's house and we've had dinner and and all is well because many years have passed. But that went around the middle-aged mom circle all year. I was having friends' moms be like, LOL, I heard what happened between you and Blank. <laughs> Mrs. Blank talks about it all the time. I was like, what? Why? Why, 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 why? I don't know what the moral of the story is. But it was fun. That was so fun. Definitely one for the books. I'm taking a sip of water. That story wore me out. Oh, my face is so red right now. If only you could see. You're just going to have to imagine through the screen. Now, the next note I have for stories that I jotted down, all it says is Republican beat me up which is 
scary that's such a scary sentence y'all I have a weird I don't know if it's a kink I don't I don't know what to call it but (laughs) something about that it's happened a couple times now this is purely consensual the thing is i'm so mild on the spectrum of people like my life it's interesting for sure i I live an interesting life but there are people out there with much 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 crazier things much kinkier shit than someone who is a little right-winged that likes getting fucked (laughs) and bruised or wait no they're right-winged anyway that happened over New Year's. This is so stupid. I went on a bender in January. For what? Literally for what? My friend and I have the most wholesome evening planned out. She's dog watching, dog sitting, and gets poster board and markers. We are spending New Year's making dream boards, okay? We are channeling our inner middle schooler and hanging out with a dog, watching movies, drinking champagne, making dream boards. Then this guy that I went out with last September, he had messaged me asking what I was doing for New Year's and actually his one of, one of his friends had a thing for my friend who was dog sitting and it also asked her what she was doing. So the two of us were being invited out by the same friend group. We we're like, should we do it? Should we just do it? It's not that far away. Maybe we should just go. So we go. And it was so fun. It was so fun. I had a great time. I would never want to do that again, but I had so much fun. And I met this guy, editing Lexi, here to clarify, the guy that had invited me. By the time I arrived, he was already with another girl. Total man whore. Okay, we can carry on. The guy who was into my friend was like, hey, my friend blank thinks you're hot. I'm like feeling something. And I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. I didn't know, okay? I didn't know that he was a writer for Fox News, okay? He told me he was a writer. He told me he wrote for a TV show. He told me he wrote for a news show. And I was like, why are you getting so nervous about this? Like, what is it? Like, do you write for Fox? And he said, yes. And I giggled because I thought he was being sarcastic because who the hell in New York is hanging out with overlapping groups of people with me that writes for Fox? I couldn't believe it. And I was like, really? And then I thought about it. I had a quick moment, you know, very that so raven where I have a vision. And I was like, what do I want from this man? Nothing passed tonight. So who cares? That's so funny. I'm going to sleep with a writer from Fox News. Incredible. That's so silly. And I did. And I woke up and there was bruises all over my body. Like I had hickeys all over my entire body. I'm telling you, these Republicans, kinky as shit. So much fun though, so much fun. Those are some stories I wanted to share and we're gonna do a quick little Q&A because I have been talking for quite some time. And so I'm gonna ask you for questions on Instagram. Hello my friends, we're back and so quickly, I don't think I've ever gotten questions so quickly before, as much or as quick as I did when I said quick, I need questions for the pod, sexual or sex related questions. Take a shot for every time I said quick just now. I'm no expert, and this is not... I'm trying not to give advice right now because I don't know if my relationship with sex is very healthy, okay? Now, the first question we're going to answer is... Katie Aguire asks, how to know you're great in bed? I'm going to rephrase this to how do you know if it's a good experience? 
if the sex is good because it's really not a performance. I guess you could think of it that way, but I don't personally think of sex as a performance. Like as soon as it starts or as soon as whatever starts happening between me and the other person that it's go time and I'm, you know, want to be a star. It really has to be about your chemistry and your relationship. If you're really into it, if you're getting turned on, they are too. You can feel the vibe and it's so much more than just a certain position or a certain movement that makes sex good. It's really about the chemistry and the connection, 100%. That is my answer. Taylor.kz asked how to relax and not get in your head about having or not having an orgasm. There's so much pressure. Okay, first things first, it would be great to have an orgasm every single time I had sex. Do I? No. Sometimes I do, not always. And so I go into it with no goal of orgasm. It's, it's like a happy bonus because there's a beautiful thing called a vibrator. I'm not the first to make that joke or that statement, but it's true. If I feel like having an orgasm, I can give that to myself, but I can't give myself the pleasure that I get from sleeping with someone else. And the only time I find pressure to have an orgasm, and I, I'll say I've changed a lot. A few years ago, I would get very upset at the idea of like that sex ended when the guy came. A lot of times that's the rule, right? Like that's when it's over. And if the girl doesn't have one, sometimes the guy will, you know, keep going to make you have one. But not always. Sometimes it's just like, that's that. And it used to make me furious. I hate casual sex because you don't even know that you're going to have an orgasm. I'm like, what's the point? But the point is to have that moment with someone else. Like, it's fun. And there's so much more that's fun about sex besides just the orgasm. So the way to relax about it is to not go in expecting one. And then if you have one, hold on to that person. God, that's great. If they can make you come, amazing. Uh, if not, go home, finish yourself. <laughs> the worst, the worst is if someone's like insistent on giving you an orgasm and you're like, I just, I don't know how to tell you, like, I'm not going to have one. But sometimes it's not them. Sometimes it's you. Like for girls, I know I said in the last question that it's about the connection. And if you're having a good time, they probably are too. Sometimes it's just easier for men to come than it is for women. So how to relax and not get in your head about having or not having an orgasm. So just get into it and don't expect it. But I hope you get one. Alexandria M. Drake asked, Do you think it's best to avoid hookup culture when working on self-growth? There's so many areas about self-growth. If you're trying to work into an area of maybe like self-assurance and not relying on anyone else, if you're trying to work on your own independence and doing things with yourself for yourself, then yeah, I would avoid hookup culture because if you're finding yourself getting attached to people or relying on other people, um, or if you're codependent, then yes. But if you're just trying to work on, you know, your body confidence or your work ethic, I don't think hooking up with anyone would negatively impact that. So it really just depends on what area you're trying to improve on. I think that they're not mutually exclusive. Katie Aguirre also asked, how do you maintain self-confidence during sex when you may not feel confident at the moment? Um, do you ever? I think it's easier to find insecurities when you're looking in the mirror because I totally can do that too. When I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, oh, like I don't really like this area. I don't like that area. But if I'm lying down or if I'm just 
looking at my own body or just feeling it with my hands, if I literally feel my arm, if I feel my sides, it feels good, you know? And sex is also so much about feeling. It's not as visual as porn is, for instance. There's a lot more just touching and your eyes are probably closed for a good portion of it. And a way to maintain that self-confidence is to focus on the feeling and definitely feeling your other partner. A a huge way to maintain self-confidence is to like stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about them during the experience. Sid Stambo said, thoughts on having multiple sex partners at the same time. Okay, I, I have no idea how people do that. I just am never seeing many people at a time. I never have a regular sex partner, let alone multiple. I would be honored to have one that I really liked and was nearby and was convenient. Don't have that. Um, I have no experience on that. I even think about that when people are seeing multiple people at the same time. If I was seeing someone semi-regularly and it was semi-serious, I don't think I could handle having to. But as for my current history, my recent history, I just bop around. I have very little commitment towards anyone or anything. Uh, So it's fine to see multiple people because I'm not really seeing anyone consistently. Oh, 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 girl, I feel you. Mallory.Yost asked, what do you do when you're in love with your partner, but they don't satisfy you sexually? There's more to a relationship besides sex. And it's much easier said than done to go ahead and think about opening the relationship and finding someone that you can have sex with while still being committed to your partner. But if that seems too complicated, I would bring a vibrator into the bedroom or I would communicate, you know, if if they're close, if they kind of know what they're doing and you can guide them in a direction that would satisfy you, start there. I, I think the easiest way is just like bring a vibrator because that's just so, so simple, so quick. Addison K. Wow. You know who your username rhymes with. How to feel confident in your abilities. So same thing it's not a performance it's an experience it's an experience get your ego out of it and I get it I it's so easy to think like okay like I want to give the best blowjob this man has ever had I want to give this girl the greatest orgasm she's ever had I want to see her squirt you know whatever your little goal is and you want to you want them talking about it to all their friends about how amazing you are about like you're the greatest kisser ever but that's all ego driven, okay? Just have a good time. Focus on them. Focus on how things feel. Really try to be present. Don't focus on your abilities because so much of it is just trial and error and every sexual experience is different. It's not and shouldn't be a routine in terms of the act. Sometimes you might focus on one area more than another and if you're just kind of experimenting and doing what feels good, It's going to be so fun. Oh, girl, another one like this. Ava's Ava's singles, one, two, three, said my boyfriend doesn't make me horny anymore. Should I break up with him? Okay, but is he offering you other things? Is your relationship very committed? You know, do you have children? Do you have a dog? Do you have a home together? Or is this just someone you're seeing and it's not that serious? Because I don't want to just tell you, break up with your boyfriend because he doesn't make you horny. But it's true. When you get the ick for your partner, it sucks. It's one of the worst feelings ever because you love them and you have so much history with them, but you're turned off by them. And in my personal experience, when I would get the ick for my boyfriend, 
it was because he wasn't doing anything with his life. He didn't have any goals or anything. But as soon as he got his life together, then I would find him more attractive. So figure out if it's something, you know, if it's something about them or if you're just, if it's time to end. This is not just a blanket answer. There's too many details involved. But half of me is like, yeah, fuck it. Break up with him. Bo underscore Grigents. Grid. Grigson said have you ever crossed your own boundaries and how do you set boundaries uh for example so if we go back into one of the earlier stories when I slept with the 40 year old I remembered after having a brief pause to read your questions that the reason I didn't want to sleep with the guy that I had a crush on is because he didn't have those feelings for me and I knew that if I continued sleeping with him I I was catching feelings you know over here I'm like we didn't have sexual chemistry it's like no I just don't think he was that into me and I was into him and I had to stop myself because if I crossed that boundary I would be putting myself in a place that I would get hurt but I would be knowing you know that I was hurting myself from the get-go another boundary that I struggle with is if I sleep with someone how do not sleep with them every time I see them you know when you're in middle school or high school or whatever it's step one step two step three step four it's like you you touch arms or you hold hands and then you kiss maybe you'll kiss on the cheek first and then you kiss on the lips and then you make out and then maybe he fingers you or you give him a hand job or like an over the pants hand job you know it's all moving very slowly and every single step is in the direction of sex but it's not whereas once you're an adult sometimes you're just like i just want to get fucked and then you have sex and then i don't know how to back it up I don't know how to back it up, Terry, to a place where it can be, like, sweet and, and, um, lighthearted. Because sometimes I want that. I'm inconsistent with my desires. Some people I literally want to get fucked and beat up by, and other people I just truly want to, like, hold their hand and put my head on their shoulder. So have I ever crossed my own boundaries? Yes, and it hasn't worked out that well for me, but I've also gotten better at it. I think a way to set your boundaries is you get that tight feeling in your chest if you're doing it intuitively. Like, uh uh-oh, like I'm doing something that's not right for me and stop it. Like when you feel that, you know, set the boundary right then and there. But if you find yourself not being able to set that boundary at the time, then you need to know yourself well enough to set them beforehand and go in with a game plan. Mole underscore Walters asked, how much do you share about your sex life with your friends? I would say 90% of it. I mean, I'm not, like, gonna tell my friends, like, oh, I just jerked off. (laughs) Like, I would never, ever say that. But if I had a funny experience, I definitely would tell them. And if they want details, if it's a funny story, I'll give them to it. But I don't know. You can totally give it to yourself. Uh, This is the first time ever in my history of, of my internet presence ever talking about my sex life. Ironically enough, in my last Truth or Dare... I don't remember if the question was answered on my channel or on Jenny's, but I said I didn't like talking about my sex life on the internet because I wanted that to be special and new for anyone that I'm sleeping with, but for some reason it just feels like my podcast listeners are just like OGs, really cool, chill people. It doesn't really seem like a lot of my friends in my personal life are listening to this as opposed to, you know, they might watch a YouTube video. Maybe I'm backwards in thinking that, but that's how it seems. So guys, this we're really you're really getting a new side of me. I'm putting myself out here to be judged. 
Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't tell this story. Plantbased.cyan asked, best sex I've ever received. Guys, one time, this man, who I never slept with, ever, he only ever went down on me. Like, that was the routine. He loved it. Um, and he's so good at it. Literally, like, multiple of my friends and I have hooked up with this guy because he's so good. Uh, that's so trashy. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's so good. And they've all been over the course of, like, different years. It's not like we were all sleeping with him at the same time. Moving on. He, like, picked me up, and my thighs were on his shoulders, and my stomach was facing his head, and he was lifting me in the air while going down on me, and it was the best experience I've ever had. Oh, best sex advice you've ever received. I thought it was best sex I've ever received. Best sex advice I've ever received? I don't know. I don't think I've gotten any great sex advice, to be honest. I never had a sex talk with my parents. Um, I don't think I got very much sex advice from the internet. A lot of it has just been winging it, but hopefully I can get some good sex advice. I'm sure a lot of you guys are way more well-versed than I am. Okay, Brooke.Live asks, why do I always feel guilty after hooking up with someone? I'm going to rephrase this to how to not feel guilty after hooking up with someone. I, and this also, I saw this question too and I didn't answer this, but how to sleep with someone without catching feelings? These are two different questions that I have the same answer for. And that is before I sleep with them, like would my sober self sleep with them? And if the answer is yes, I give myself the go ahead. And same thing, if I slept with this person, would I be attached? And I have to ask myself that sober as well. And if the answer is yes, then I try to not. I try to take it slow. But if I feel like I can sleep with them and move on with my life or sleep with them and feel fine about it and move on, I go for it. And that's how I would avoid feeling guilty but also avoid catching feelings with someone that is no good for me. But catching feelings is fine. I'm ready to catch feelings. I am. I'll say it. After speaking through this episode... I'm totally ready to catch feelings. That sounds so fun. But only light feelings. I'm not ready to go like deep and intense yet. I'll get there at one point, but maybe in the fall. For summer, I just want cute feelings. Kayla Dallas asks how to realistically bring up having a threesome to your partner. Oh, I could never. I would I, I'm only comfortable with that if I was the the rando going in, in the mix or if it was like a friend and a Someone, like, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship having a threesome. Oh my god, that sounds like a nightmare for, it just, it sounds like a bad idea. But how to bring it up? I don't think bringing it up would be that tricky, no? You know? You guys are having sex and you're like, how hot would it be if we brought someone else? But my god, fingers crossed for you, good luck. I, I think sleeping with more than one person at a time is only, only a smart idea if none of you guys are attached to each other. Guys, this episode is getting so long. I enjoyed this so much. I had a lot of fun sharing some of my more personal stories with you. It was a lighthearted episode. I think you guys have been through a lot of heavier episodes with me lately. And I think not only did I owe this to you, but we owed it to each other. I needed to speak for an hour about something just so casual and fun and such a great aspect of life. And on that note, I will see you guys and talk to you on the internet or I will talk to you in the next episode. XOXO, Lexi.
everybody. This is Julie Chrisley inviting you to listen to our podcast, Chrisley Confessions, on the Podcast One Network. Each week we play listener voicemails and offer advice, suggestions, and opinions based on our own life experiences. Also, listen in to get the latest updates on all things Chrisley. New episodes every Wednesday on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep loving you, cause it's the only thing I wanna do. Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. I just wanna keep for a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction.